Hi there and welcome to the 17th row in the Get Fit By Rowing series. And we're al fresco again. We're rolling the dice with the sound department by rowing outside. But on a day like this, we can't not, can we? Now we're back to that low intensity row. Okay, remember this is the zone two one designed to just build up that bowl of power and give you more fuel for when you do eventually want to go faster. So what we're going to do is a 30 minute row at that low intensity at 20 strokes a minute. But in order to keep it at that low intensity, what we're going to do is row four minutes and then we're going to do one minute of drill work just to kind of keep the heart rate down. Now, of course, you don't have to do that one minute. You can just keep on rowing along at 20 strokes a minute. It's entirely up to you. I'm not there to hold your hand or shout at you. All right. So uh, we're going to get into our warm up first. And remember, in order to get our warm up done, we have to set up our machine. Now, in the concept two, that means heading to the drag factor and setting that to where you want it to be. If you don't know where you want it to be, just set it between four and five for the time being and watch the video I have, which gives you a little bit more information about it. All right. No pressure here at all. Next up, set your monitor to eye height if you can, if you're on a machine that allows you to do that. And finally, on your foot stretcher height, you want to set them to a point where the strap covers the balls of your feet. Okay. Now, that will give you the flexibility when it comes to coming into the front of the machine. If you're set too high, then it can get a little bit difficult to get there. If you're set too low, you can go scooting straight past, which causes a little bit of uh, power leak and nobody wants that. And you don't want to get injured by doing so as well. All right. So four minute warm up, do this round about 20 strokes a minute at a nice uh, low intensity. Like I keep saying, it's like standing up with some shopping in your hands. Okay. Just start off your first minute with a wee bit of a push enough of a uh, connection of your body. All right. Here we go. In three. Two, one, go. Ah. Now, as you can see, I'm back in concept two. And good grief, it feels different <laughs> from the water rower. For a start, the fact that it's pulling me forwards, the bungee actually, I can feel it wanting me to return to the next stroke. You know what? I'll save this chat for the main row, okay? Let's just talk about warm-up. I'm gonna have to put my sunglasses on. So, concentrate on pushing with your feet for the time being, with your arms straight and a forwards tilt to get the power in there. <laughs> Plain and dog. Bingo! <laughs> okay. So we're a minute into the warm-up, and now you can just increase that power by pushing a little bit harder with your legs. Remember, your power comes from that push of the legs. It's not about pulling, even though there is a pulling aspect, that pull, and next door I've got a puppy. <laughs> that pull comes at the back of the stroke. So you're not pulling at the front, you push with the legs in order to increase that power. And then as a result, you're hanging off the handle kind of with more force because you're pushing with the legs. So it feels as though you're pulling harder, but you're not really. <laughs> that makes sense? Hope so. Okay, three more strokes. And then we'll put one foot on the ground and continue rowing. So, unstrap, one foot on the ground, continue rowing. This really is about flexibility, this part of the warm-up. By only rowing with one leg in, you're able to 
open your hips up better get a little bit closer to those shins vertical as you slide forwards when we're here which if you have any flexibility and swap feet issues can greatly help and after all the warm-up is about getting your body moving it's not about hitting the ground running at full speed it's about preparing you for the row ahead and today's row ahead is a nice low intensity row so doing a little bit of flexibility work is ideal really okay both feet back in legs nice and straight row with your back and arms so swing over your hips to pick up the initial strain of the stroke and then pull in with your arms now it's important to release your arms first to then trigger that forwards tilt back over your hips because what you want to be doing is just pivoting forwards and backwards over your hips not rounding your lower back let's roll to the front with straight arms and the forwards tilt and just push out from the front hold that forwards tilt and straight arms and just push out with the legs see what I mean by you hold this position you try not to recoil so basically don't push too hard with the legs so I want you just to get locked into this position oh, oh I stopped one, one stroke too early there whoops so that last drill is going to be one of the ones we do today the other one we're going to do is just a backswing only and then the other one we'll do will be the backswing and the pull of the arms because those three together are really key when it comes to the stroke and I'm not just boring you about technique because I'm a boring old fuddy-duddy it's because it's really good for you <laughs> if you want to put in the proper amount of energy get a decent workout roll with a good technique all right so keep moving up and down the rail have a quick drink and I'll explain one more time what it is we're doing today okay then so one more time what we're doing today is a 30 minute row and I'm going to break it down into chunks we're going to do four minutes of 20 strokes a minute at that low intensity pace which means kind of five out of ten effort or your zone two heart rate or around about 2k plus 20 pace and then we're going to take one minute we're going to do some kind of a drill I'll tell you what to do don't worry about it and of course you can entirely ignore me everybody does don't worry about it <laughs> and you just can plow through and just do the straight 30 minutes of that low intensity all right the whole point of doing these drills is obviously to improve your rowing a little bit but also just to stop your heart rate from drifting up okay remember you want to keep this as a nice low intensity zone to work out okay the moment you start getting up into zone three you start to dip into the wrong zone and that big bowl of power you're trying to build to increase your fitness gets well doesn't build quite as quick to be honest so that's what we're going to do we're going to keep on repeating it uh, so it's like six of these and i'm going to do three different drills twice okay right less talking more rowing hey that's what the t-shirt says after all well not this one Okay, you ready for this then? Make sure and have a quick drink, especially if you're outside. I've got sun cream on now, you know. Unheard of in Glasgow. <laughs> so yeah, you ready for this? We're going to go in three seconds, or run about three seconds time. Three, two, one, go. That was nice. The hammering was in time with my countdown. Right, so 20 strokes a minute. This you'll see this pop up over and over again not only in this series but in most of the rows that i do eventually 20 strokes a minute five out of ten effort pops up because it's such a useful pace to row at stroke rate is perfect because it slows everything down 
gives you a chance to work on your technique and your rhythm and then the intensity because you're at this low stroke rate as long as you're sensible you can keep it where you want it to be and remember although the 2k plus 18 to 20 and zone 2 heart rate are kind of in the same wheelhouse at the beginning of a workout like this the longer you go the more they diverge because your heart rate will start to drift up through just time at intensity possible dehydration and stuff whereas the 2k training pace version you just want to hold your pace for the heart rate version if you start to get over your 60 to 70 percent of max then you have to back off and that's important if you're doing heart rate training what was i talking about in the intro that i said i'd talk about later? oh i know i know being back on the concept too after a week of just using the water roller and it is i've said before it's like the difference between driving a Lamborghini and a Ferrari which I have to say I've only ever done once <laughs> but they're both top of their game you both in both cars are basically doing the same thing pressing pedals and steering but how they feel is totally different between the return stroke here kind of helping you out a little bit it doesn't pull you forward with a bungee but it certainly urges and reminds you to come forward rather than just being left hanging at the back of the stroke which you can be on the water roller because it's it doesn't have this recoil the concept too but also I do feel connected to the stroke a lot longer here on the concept two versus the water rower and I'm not saying that's good or bad either way but it's different so I can feel all the way from the front to the back I'm connected to the power whereas on the water rower towards the back end of the stroke it tends to drop away okay so four strokes time we're going to do legs only rowing do you remember that from the warm-up so one more stroke so let's roll into the front with straight arms and force tilt and just press out with the legs Okay, the point here is to hold this position for as long as you can while pressing into the machine with your legs don't worry about power okay what i want you to think about is that position of your body and the timing between 
pushing with your feet and your hands connecting to the machine. And by connecting, I mean like here, it's when the chain connects to the cog or on a water rower, when the paddle starts to spin in the water. You want both of them to happen at the same time. So still don't worry about power. We'll take one more stroke. And let's get back to normal rowing. The same thing again, it'll be four minutes, 20 strokes a minute, at that 60 to 70% max heart rate. Now there's a new one. Didn't expect the bin lorry to get in on the, on the action. What's next? Lawnmower. If we can get a lawnmower sound into this, it really, really will be bingo. <laughs> Basically, I'm under absolutely no illusions that you would watch these videos with the sound up anyway. <laughs> it's not very well sounding bin lorry, is it? <laughs> so, just remember and keep the intensity in the right zone on this. Is really all I was trying to get at the last time round. There's a perfect spot between 60 and 70% of your heart rate, or maximum heart rate, where your blood system is like a sponge absorbing fitness. If you can think that every sensible stroke you take is a measure of fitness, like a measure of whiskey, <laughs> then every good one you take tops up your blood with fitness, builds up your mitochondria and makes them more powerful, more efficient and more plentiful. Remember, I described it as each like your blood cells like a boat out in the water. And what you want to do is create as many boats as you can, but also fit in as many people to those boats as possible. And in order to do that, you need calm waters. And the calm waters are between 60 and 70% of your max heart rate. And that way you can float more boats and get more people into them. Don't analyze it too much. <laughs> My analogy is all very good until you start to think, but why can't I row it? 10% max heart rate. Because <laughs> you can't. Everything starts from a fitness point of view above 50% of your max heart rate. Especially when it comes to rowing. You can go for a walk for a long time and that will improve your fitness and your heart rate won't be anywhere near 60 to 70% of max. But it's also not going to help your rowing. <laughs> so you need to put in 
some effort, which is why your heart rate for this kind of a row is best between 60 and 70% of max, ideally 65. I don't really want you nudging 70%. Okay, four strokes time. We're gonna do back and arms only. One more stroke. Okay, straight legs. Then swing over your hips, pull in your arms. Then out with your arms and rock back over your hips again. That's so important that you get those arms away first and then rock. Because this is what helps you with your posture and the power in your core. Because it means you're ready in the right position for the next stroke. So hands away, rock forwards. Those arms away should be what triggers your forwards rock. Remember, because your legs are straight, they are not bending at all. So your hands are right past your knees and they're not bending. Let's take two more here. One more. Then this time you bend your knees. Ta-da! We're back into normal rowing. But you see what I mean? So hands over your knees before they bend, which means your hands are past your knees and you're already in that forwards rocked position, ready to roll to the front of the machine for the next stroke. And because you've created that forwards momentum, you don't need to pull on the foot straps or do any weird kind of maneuver to get there. Hang on, I've lost a stroke. Get back into it. And we're back in. Sorry about that. So what happens when I try and demonstrate <laughs> the wrong stroke. Uh, uh, although this is a general fitness plan, it does feed into other training aspects. Now the reason I say feed is because this plan in itself is geared towards improving your foundation fitness and then your VO2 max. It's not really about performance and it's not really about calorie burn and weight loss, but it will feed into them. So the fitness that you will gain from doing this plan all you really need to do is a couple of weeks fine-tuning towards whatever goal target you have. So say you're doing this fitness improvement 
with an aim to improving your 2k time get to the end of these six weeks then when you're done do like the last three weeks of the 2k plan and then do the prep week and do it and what you should find is that you've sharpened up your power and your ability to hold power by doing those weeks in the 2k plan because even though we are doing a hard tempo session once a week in this series it's not really enough to get you ready for what a 2k involves which is about holding high intensity for kind of six seven eight nine ten minutes depending on your current performance right next one we're just going to use our back okay now don't want you to injure yourself so if anything feels weird just go back to back and arms okay one more stroke right and then come into the front and then just rock over your hips so you're coming in rock forwards rock keep those arms straight so arms are straight legs are straight and all you're doing is generating power with that swing over your hips and if nothing else look at your pace while you're doing this and think am I actually incorporating this into my mate? Am I incorporating this into my main stroke? So this is power you could be putting in to your main rowing stroke and if you're not doing it, ask yourself why. One more. Now let's return to normal rowing. And hopefully you're finding the design of this workout is doing exactly what it's meant to. That these one minute drill sections are just nudging your heart rate back down so I'm at 65% again I have to admit I was beginning to creep up a little bit in the last interval and so these one minutes just helps settle things down stops that cardiac drift that was on about although even though there's a nice wee breeze for me up on my little decking area today the heat from the sun is definitely causing me to overheat a little bit which I think is why my heart rate is jumping up a bit but there's no way on a day like this I'm going to row inside even if there's planes overhead bin lorries 
and other fun noises. There's no way you're gonna stop me rowing on a day like this outside. Do need to find a better area though. We'll work out how to set up this stage so that you can see the sky a little better. Because trust me, a blue sky with a little fluffy clouds. <laughs> it's like a Christmas present in Glasgow. This is summer, this one hour that I'm out here for. That's an hour for me between setup and warm up and stuff. But what it does do is it lets me wear sunglasses. And these are my new favorite sunglasses. I used to wear a brand called Gunnar all the time. But then as much as I was talking about how most adverts on Facebook are a waste of time, there was a advert for these, they're called Kylo in the Wild. I remember this week. Kylo in K-Y-L-O-E, Kylo in the Wild. And they're very nice, grippy sunglasses anyway, but they're also made just around the corner from me. So I'm supporting the Scottish. Keep it Scottish, I tells you. That's me definitely getting thrown out of the country. With <laughs> my Gardner Willie impression again. But yeah, I'm not on any commission, <laughs> don't worry. But I'm a real fan of them, so do check them out. I'm gonna get in touch though and say, I love your sunglasses. I wear them when I row. Because I'll maybe stop me buying more. I've got four pairs now. Who needs four pairs of sunglasses? Right, arms and body only rowing. We're back into this one because we've got three drill sections to go. Oh no, I'm doing, what am I doing? I seem to be doing arms and... <laughs> arms and body only rowing. That's totally what I intended to be doing here. It wasn't a cheeky edit <laughs> overlay that just happened. So this is exactly why Apple Fitness will never touch me. I'm about as professional as a piece of chewing gum on the bottom of your desk. <laughs> Idiot. I don't know where my brain went just then. But anyway, keep on doing the swing of your hips, pulling your arms. Two more here. One more. <laughs> there we go, back into normal rowing. If it wasn't clear, I said we're going to go into legs only rowing and then started doing arms and body rowing. So I had to hastily make an edit point, which, knowing me, I'll totally forget about it. And you'll be like, hey, what? 
the sun's gone to my head. I've got spring break fever, even though it's nowhere near spring break. Oh, been while he's back for more. It's like a greatest hits. Hopefully a plane will come back overhead in a second. <sighs> Sorry, I was just waiting for another noise to happen. Where was I? Yeah, yeah, so, sorry. So, training goals, really, they can kind of be boiled into just getting fit. Maybe you're just like, I've been on the couch for so long, I don't move, I don't do anything, I want to get fit. Then, whether it's rowing or running, cycling, all you have to do is put on your shoes and your shirt and start. Find something you can connect with, whether that's an online software or training program, who knows, but find something that you wanna keep coming back to, basically. And that'll hopefully keep you going through fitness. And kind of at the same time, but maybe not with the same focus, is exercise for weight loss. But remember, this is only a small slice of the pie when it comes to losing weight. The bigger part about losing weight is the pie itself <laughs> that, like I always say, you can't out-train your fork. So if you, you can exercise and exercise and exercise, but if you're just shoveling food down your mouth, down your throat, and on top of that, it's really high calorie food, then, you're kind of wasting your time thinking about weight loss. Yes, the exercise will knock the edge off, but if you're, say, looking to lose, I don't know, 20 pounds, that's 60,000 calories you have to lose, which is a lot when it comes to exercise, 60,000 calories. But, you know what? I could probably overeat by 60,000 calories in a week if I, if I wanted to. <laughs> Pizza, chips and beer and chocolate. Yum, yum, yum and yum. All right, one stroke here. And let's do legs only this time, all right? Into the front, forest tilt, arms straight, and push out with your legs. Remember, this is not only about holding this position and pushing. Really, you want to be in this position until your legs are done, okay? There's a tiny overlap in the stroke as your legs finish to then your back swing and arms pull in in an ideal world. 
you really want to. In fact, uh, PT Richard, uh, that I'm friends with on Facebook and Instagram and stuff, met him at High Rocks. He's got a great video of him rowing, showing just how long he pushes his legs. One more here. And let's get back into normal rowing. Our last four minute chunk. And then we'll finish with uh, um, the back only. But yeah, so I had a complete brain fart. It is Richard Taylor, isn't it? PT Richard Taylor. Apologies if it's not. I'll try and post, if I can find a link to his Instagram video, I'll post it in the description. It's Taylor. Okay. That way, you second guess yourself for names. But yeah, he has a video where he's rowing. And he really is long. And then finishes really well. In fact, even me just demonstrating it now, I can really feel the difference in my stroke compared to how I was obviously just blamonging up and down before. And I was saying to somebody in an email a couple of days ago about this, saying to hold your forward tilt and arms straight and push with your legs for long enough will feel wrong. It'll feel weird. And that's good because what it means is that, that if you're rowing, thinking about that and it feels weird, you're doing it right. <laughs> if you have a stroke where you totally miss the leg drive or the backswing and it feels normal, chances are you've fallen into those bad habits again. So if it feels a little alien, chances are you're doing it right. But that overlap is there. It's kind of as you come towards the very end of your leg drive, that's when you really feel almost like a arc that you're adding to the stroke. Hey, with only two minutes to go, maybe not enough time to really think about that, but remember our last drill section is back only. So hopefully that will help if you're not used to it. But like I said, if anything feels twingy, painful, that kind of wrong, don't do it. Chances are 
your resistance or drag factor, whatever your machine uses, is too high if you find back only rowing is a struggle. Okay, three, two, one. So lean forwards or tilt forwards, rock back. Now you're using your core at the back to stop yourself from just <laughs> lying completely down on the back of the machine. So this here is super good for your core as long as you're making sure to keep nice and powerful. You're not rounding your lower back at the finish of the stroke or your lower back and upper back at the start of the stroke. There are many vital parts of the rowing stroke, but posture really is there from a power injury prevention and efficiency point of view. Let's do one more here. Ah, right. Now, because we finished on that little drill section there, you shouldn't have finished too peaky when it comes to heart rate and things, if I were my, oh, because I, don't let it run on a little bit. Ergzone then stops telling me my heart rate on my Apple Watch. It just goes, no, you shall know no more. <laughs> right, two minute cooldown, yes. So have a quick drink. That was after all half an hour's worth of rowing. Hopefully you already have. Get some electrolytes back in you. And we'll do a two minute cooldown, all right? Here we go in three, two, one. Let's go. No drum beat to accompany us this time. Uh, so I just got, you know what? That 10 seconds just then was me trying to work out how to somehow segue into the fact that the band, the band that I play for just released a single. Or at least they're going to on the 26th of May. So keep an eye out for it if you like kind of alt rock. I'm sure I'll talk about it again. <laughs> but I said before how it's funny how, well, could well be that at my age you start to get quite reflective about what you've done in your life. I mean, don't worry, I'm not 70, I'm 48. <laughs> but I do, I kind of think back to all the, the days as a drummer, squash player, cyclist, poker player, uh, DJ, is that it? Oh, and rower. <laughs> and just think, what are the skills I just no longer use? And to be honest, the only one I don't use, and even then I do in a roundabout way, is squash. Because even though I took like a 30 year break-ish, 25 maybe, from drumming, I'm back at it now. All those years I spent learning how to play the drums. Now that I'm in a band that has a single out and an album out and stuff. Time well spent. And the squash thing, although I'm not actually playing squash anymore, the fitness and the, what I learned about fitness as a squash player and nutrition and stuff, that stayed with me. 
Oh, look at that, the sun's gone in. As though it's the end of our time together. But we know it's not our end of time together, don't we? Because we have to get into stretching session. There's a plane. So uh, hopefully that flanneling is let you get um, a stretching mat in the corner of the gym or wherever you are. Remember, if you don't have time to stretch, please at least do your, your quads, your hamstrings and your glutes at one point. Um, if you don't have any space, I will take you through how to do it if you're just in and around your rowing machine. So put your feet back into the straps. Oh, I, yeah, stretch John appeared at one point and he'll take you through it. <laughs> put your feet back in the straps. Legs nice and straight, hands in the air like you just don't care. And fold forwards. Now that fold forwards is so important. If you just curl from your lower back or upper back, then not only can you kind of risk, kind of just soar back basically, but you'll miss the point of the stretch into your hamstrings. And this is, re this is really what it's about. And remember that in, because uh, of like the finish and everything, that your hamstrings do get a good little bit of a whack. I certainly find that if I don't stretch my hamstrings properly after a row, um, my body tells me. Again, that's part of not being 18 anymore. <laughs> So let's move on to glutes next. What side do I have to do? Other side. Let one leg up on the rail, which is a lot easier to do in a concept two than on a water roar. Uh, and then bring the other knee across your body. So you have a straight line between your face, your knee and your foot. Hold that knee in place. Rotate round and hold on to the back of the machine. So basically you're now facing perpendicular. Um, and that rotate round will then give you a nice stretch into your glute which really do, well, if you're doing it right, if you're pushing with your legs and hanging off the handle, then your glutes really should be taking a good, even on a session like today, a good bit of work. Now, either there's, either there's a dinosaur that's eating glass bottles at the end of my driveway, or the bin lorry's appeared. <laughs> oh, never work with children, animals, or bin lorries. That's what legs... It really is a, I mean, it's a noise and a half, isn't it? The hey. I mean, they've got nothing to say off the back of that, really. I mean, this is, this is 20 seconds of TV gold at this stage as I'm just lost for words while I wait for a bin lorry to pass. There we go. Oh no, you're still going. <laughs> uh, right, tell what I'm gonna do. I'll stand in front of the machine. I don't stand too far back to the fence. I don't wanna annoy the neighbor's dog. Uh, so. Hold on to the monitor. I don't know my head's probably popped out the top of the screen. Uh, and flick your opposing leg up behind you so that the heel touches your backside. And remember, this is your quad you're trying to stretch here. You're not doing your hip flexors. Your knee shouldn't feel <laughs> um, as though it's about to rip off or anything. Really concentrate on it being up here. I'm a good posture. See, even as I just stood up then instead of leaning forwards, the difference I made was huge. Let's swap legs. Oh, you don't have to hold on to the monitor, of course, but I'm such an unstable oaf that if I don't stand, stand next to the monitor, I'm going to fall over. And now that you don't get any money for the bloopers videos anymore, there's no point in having a video of me falling over. Oh, I do feel very exposed standing on top of here. I think I need to lower my little decking area a little bit. It's a little too hot. A little too high compared to the fence, and so. Oh, right, uh, what do we do next? Oh, hip flexors. Oh, this could be sore in the decking. Let's see how long I can last. Uh, so one knee on the ground with a foot behind you, other foot in front of you with a knee above it, and then have a good posture. Brace your stomach muscles, tense your glute. I'm oh, sorry, <laughs> I've tensed the wrong glute. Um, and then lean back very slightly. 
and you should find with a, if you've got good postures you lean back that should really give you that stretch down to your, your hip flexor and remember when we were just stretching the quads a few minutes ago and saying don't stretch your hip flexors it's the opposites here okay you really want to feel that stretch at the top of your hip the hip flexor the base of the muscle that flexes your hip it's a good name for it when you think about it um, yeah so if you're feeling the stretches more in your quads you're doing something wrong oops who oh, no. oh. do swap legs Oh, this ridges in this decking are very sore. Have I got a big? Yeah, I do. I've got waffle knees now. <laughs> or, um, do I think what the crisps would be? McCoys? Yeah, my knee looks like a salt and vinegar McCoy now. Or Lays, I guess, if you're, uh, yeah, if Europe and States, you're more probably used to Lays. Maybe it's the same thing. Maybe Lays and McCoys are the same thing. Would it be? It's a bit rough. See, it's because now that I don't have the sound of the rowing machine to cover what I'm talking about, I know that people that are around can hear what I'm saying, so that's why I'm whispering. So put your hands in front of your face, uh, or kind of in front of your face, push them together, a little bit of force, bring them down in front of your body, as though you're praying. Well, not really. I mean, I'm sure you get thrown out of church if you prayed like this, but um, this should give you a nice stretch into your wrists and your forearm, possibly your fingers as well. Your finger shouldn't really be that sore after today's roll. It wasn't that intense. Um, and remember, your, your fingers should be hooked over the handle, okay? You're not gripping it. You want to just hook. But because you're in that position through the whole row, um, oh, through the whole row, I suddenly had Australian intonation syndrome. <laughs> um, yeah, through the whole row, they can just get a bit stiff. Um, yeah. Right, let's move on to shoulders next. Hand straight out in front of you, bring it across your body, and then hold it in place with your other arm just to add to that stretch and it eases the stretch across your delts remember no matter how old you are stretching is so important okay i make a joke about 18 year olds that don't have to do any stretching or whatever but even they have to stretch but uh certainly i saw something the other day saying uh <laughs> you're not getting older you're just not stretching enough <sighs> it's just definitely in my case true i was when i was out yesterday the swap arms um because I went for that big long run on Friday night uh, and my hip flexor injury came back. I also hurt my Achilles tendon when I was out running. So my left leg had the hip flexor issue. My right leg had the Achilles tendon issue. Didn't know what leg to limp with. <laughs> I was basically just staggering along like a drunk. It's like, how do I walk? I can't limp with... Anyway, biceps next, put your hands behind you. Here's all your ski jumper, swoosh. And then rotate your thumbs outwards and that'll stretch the long head of your bicep and give you a wee bit of a stretch. And actually, if you get a good posture and kind of keep your arms back, you'll get a nice stretch through your... or you'll get a wee stretch, anyway, through your chest. Yeah, not quite Maui. I can't dance with my pecs yet. I say yet. I'm just not the right... You get three body types. Um, is it ectomorph, endomorph, and something morph? <laughs> and I'm the one that basically is just kind of... Can, can put on a wee bit of muscle, but not much. I'm not super skinny. I'm kind of in between. I'm never going to be a... As much as I'd love to be a Wolverine kind of build, that's never going to happen. Right, let's finish off with triceps. Hand up in the air, but it gets bored and it falls down and touches your spine. Your elbow's almost all the way up in the air, but then you use your other hand to just help it up. Okay, so it's reaching for the sky. And today it is reaching for the sky, because we're outside. Oh, look at that, it's all coming around. Full circle. Oh, I wonder if the whole week's going to be like this. It'd be lovely, wouldn't it, if I had a whole week of just rowing outside? Because, to be fair, let's swap arms. As much as 
filming this in the studio on a green screen is all very fun and creative. It's a lot quicker to make these when I'm, when I'm outside because I don't have to worry about uh, the keying out the green screen and then rotoscoping around the, the machine to make sure it looks nice and clean against the background and stuff. Uh, whereas I can just basically go in the edit suite, copy the file across and that's it. Of course, my biggest fear is that because I'm outside and that's, the camera's not plugged in, has the battery lasted? And I don't know. It's rolling the roll the gauntlet. Right, we're done. And I'm going to make it quick because I want to get back inside because it's not very fair to the neighbours to listen to me talking away the whole time. So thank you so much for doing this row. Remember we're in, what is this, week five of the Get Fit by Rowing series. So there's only two weeks left and hopefully you are seeing results. Um, please make sure and uh, leave me some kind of a comment somewhere and use the hashtag Get Fit with Row Along um, just because I like seeing that. Uh, and that's it. So the next one's going to be back up to max intensity. So make sure and put on your big boy pants, your big girl pants and get yourself ready for that one. Until then, row well, be well. Bye-bye.